Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Nobody Knows. And happy back to school season. It has been quite a while since I've parked my behind in a classroom, but I still get giddy, you know, this time of year, seeing all the students heading back and just reminiscing on fresh starts and and like back to school shopping. It also means that fall is around the corner and that's just so exciting it fills me up with joy because it's my favorite season nobody knows it's a self-discovery podcast as i've already mentioned like a hundred times i'm still learning and growing and it's actually taken me a full 27 years to reflect on my experience of applying and attending university and realizing what i enjoyed and would have done differently So in keeping with this back to school season, I want to chat about, let's say if you're listening to this and you are in the position to apply to university, why it is so important to consider all your options first. And perhaps you're not in the position to apply to university, perhaps you've already gone or you're just, that's just not the journey for you, maybe there are some really relatable points along the way that you can laugh with me about. For most high school students, the discussion of exploring post-secondary starts really young, like grade 10, if I remember correctly. So that means you're probably about like 15 years old. And that's very mind-blowing if you think about it, because when I was 15, I was just getting my first part-time job. So that also means that I was expected to start considering what I wanted to do for my actual professional career. And it's kind of funny if I'm thinking about it right now, like the juxtaposition of me packing up potato wedges and rotisserie chickens Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 p.m., but then also researching things like financial support programs, extracurricular commitment, and college essay writing. It's just kind of funny. And I also remember this immense pressure in high school of, you know, get really good grades and do lots of extracurriculars. And it wasn't necessarily coming from a place of, yeah, learn new things, try new things, have fun, but more so coming from a place of, oh, it will look good on a university and college application. I'm not sure why it's taken me so long to figure out my opinions on all this, but perhaps, you know, being stuck at home for the past two years, everything shutting down, nothing really moving everything changing in the past years um and there's like this strong emphasis on a formal education still being the only way to be successful just doesn't seem right anymore it doesn't work doesn't flow doesn't fit i think it's fair to say how we prepare the youths of this generation for post-secondary really needs to change what once worked for us in terms of getting your education is just no longer rational nor productive And I think it's only fair that with such a bold statement, I share my experiences about applying to university and going to university so that you can then maybe take away something that might be useful when making the decision for yourself. I found a quote from Forbes discussing if school is a waste of time, because I'm pretty sure that's probably run through everyone's minds when they're sitting in a classroom. (laughs) And I think it's quite useful. The problem, of course, is that we only know which parts of the game affect the outcome when the game has been played. But lucky for you, I've already played the game. So let me give you my cheat sheet on, you know, going to university, applying to university so that you can play it better. So I went to high school over 10 years ago, which is gross. It's not over 15 years, but it's more than 10, less than 15 (laughs) and I did a lot of different extracurriculars and had a lot of different interests in high school and I guess I could say I was influenced a lot by my friends and what they did 
And I don't necessarily think it was a bad thing because as I tried new things, I eventually figured out what I did and didn't like. It was almost like my friends were a little bit of a, like, a catalyst or introduced me to new things. Um, so I was always like really grateful for that. And I remember guidance counselors being very present in my life after grade 10 and talking to fellow students and my friends about, you know, figuring out the direction that they're headed in. And a lot of my friends were very, very eager. And that was just one interest of theirs that I was never on board for from the get-go. I was always like, I don't really have this desire to like head on off to university immediately. I was lost and confused and couldn't fathom making what felt like such a monumental decision or what guidance counselors and your parents and friends all make out to seem such a monumental decision so soon. I also didn't even have like the desire to see what was out there. I was honestly just trying to pass my data management math class and not have to attend teacher's hours for extra help during my lunch break. Because let me tell you, I spent far too many of my lunch hours working on math problems that I had no intention of using after that class. And to this day, I've still not used them. I was told to at least apply to schools because if I was unsure by the time I had to confirm acceptance, then I could simply just not go or potentially even defer for a year. But if I hadn't applied at all or to anywhere, I would essentially be SOL, like shit out of luck if I ended up changing my mind later on. So I suppose in this sense, being proactive paid off and I would highly recommend to anyone in this position right now using this role of, you know, just applying taking that time in between and like before acceptance to really envision yourself going off to the places that you applied to thinking about what your lifestyle would be like where are you going to live would you be in the same city as your family how would it feel to be away from your family how would you feel about having to make new friends what classes would you take how would you commute from home to school where would you live thinking about all of those things and really envisioning yourself that can help you figure out if the decision you want to make is going to that school or potentially not going. I had applied to schools based on cities that I'd be living in and this comes with a little bit of a caveat as I took communications which is basically the most basic program out there. Real ones know if you've taken communications (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Every school literally has a communications program so therefore I had the luxury of narrowing my search to specific cities or places that I wanted to live in. The other thing to note was why I was hesitant about going off to school so soon. When I did envision myself going to school I saw myself leaving my hometown. That was one thing I was definitely sure of because I wanted to get the full you know residence experience and the full experience of moving out of my childhood home. By the time I had to confirm my acceptance, I was still super anxious about, you know, confirming any of my potential suitors. Fortunately, I had gotten into all three of my picks, which gave me options, but it didn't really help. Um, And I just didn't have a zest or like interest in any of them. By the time I had to confirm my acceptance, I remember I was still really, really anxious about going to any of my potential suitors. I just didn't have a zest for any of them. Unfortunately, I had gotten accepted into three of my places that I applied to, but nothing was interesting me. It didn't seem exciting. I just was not for it. I felt this like really strong need within myself to just stay put and honestly felt inclined to do the exact opposite of being proactive. I felt inaction, almost like a paralyzing type of feeling. And 
I entertained the idea of, of taking a gap year and started to imagine, you know, what my life would look like, how I would feel, what I would explore in that time I took away from school. By the time I had to confirm my acceptance, I remember I was still really anxious about going to any of my potential suitors. Fortunately, I had gotten into all three of my picks, which gave me options, but I just didn't have zest or like interest in any of them. Actually, I was really anxious, even to the point of like tears. I just felt this strong need within myself to stay put and honestly felt inclined to do pretty much the exact opposite of being proactive. I felt inaction and like very paralyzed in in a way. I did entertain the idea of taking a gap year and imagining, you know, what would my life look like if I took a year off? How would I feel? You know, what would I explore? What could I achieve during that time? And that really made me excited. And in hindsight, looking back at uh, on these feelings and these severe reactions I had, I realized that that's like my gut, my gut instinct. And when I got anxious and worked up about like the, the thought of going to university, that was my gut instinct telling me not to go. But unfortunately, I had a lot of pressure from several different parts of my family, even from friends, guidance counselors telling me that I had to go and that I should go. And a lot of opinions filtered in and weighed on me uh, from people who felt like they knew what was best for me. And that's going to come and go in all aspects of your life, not just when you're applying to university or college or deciding to take a year off. What I say to that is, while all of those people in your life are coming from loving places, you kind of have to drown out all of the noise and hone in to what's most important for you and what you think is most important for you. And to be fair, like I had an extremely toxic boyfriend at the time who I most definitely had to end the relationship with. So I think that that was a contributing factor to why my family put such a strong emphasis on me going to school. But I still think that it should have been, I should have listened to myself more in the decision of what I wanted to do. And I should have listened to my gut a little bit more. And just building off of this, during this time, I, I really struggled with this decision. I think when we're 18, it's very hard to make your own decisions. And it's so easy to be influenced by people who are in your close circle and who are coming from a place of love. Like when you're 18, we're practically still children. We're just like allowed to smoke and buy lottery tickets in Canada. You can't even do that in the States. Like, I just don't think I had the tools at 18 to make a selfish decision and to really advocate for myself and choose what I wanted to do. So ultimately, I decided to go to university and not take a gap year. My time at university wasn't bad, but I also wouldn't say it was great. (laughs) I didn't connect fully with my classmates or, or my roommates even. I always ended up going home because I still felt drawn to home. And I also feel like I didn't retain much of the material I was even learning. And this could also be because I went to university versus college and university focuses more on like, you know, your theory than like your big complex ideas versus college. You typically get more of like a hands-on experience. But nevertheless, if you were to ask me today, if I use my communications BA degree, I can assure you out of the three certification degrees that I have, I probably use that one the least. 
So this is why I wanted to share my experience with you as I wish I had stumbled upon someone else's experience that could have helped me make my decision back in the day. And if you're feeling pressure from all over and are really, really fearful of the next steps and perhaps not feeling the drive to go to post-secondary just yet, I am here to tell you that it's okay to feel this way and to remind you that as hard as it is, And sometimes what seems impossible, try not to be influenced by other people's opinions, no matter how close they are to you, especially when it comes to making larger decisions like this in your life. And instead, I challenge you to believe in yourself because you have what it takes to determine your next path and the best plan of action. Personal experience and feelings aside, I also want to give it to you straight in this episode and break down all of your options, which is essentially two ways two options you got. (laughs) You can either take a gap year, postpone going to post-secondary, and take the time to realize what you really want to do. Or even if you're unsure, you can accept an offer from an institution, you know, apply, accept it, take the leap into post-secondary, and figure it out as you go. Because spoiler alert, either way, you're going to have so much fun, and there will definitely be some chaotic and stressful times, But most importantly, you're going to learn about yourself. So when you take a year to figure it out, make sure that you're making that year count. If the past two years have shown us anything, it's that the world can stop in an instant. So why are you in a rush to to go on to the next chapter of your life if you're not 100% sure? Don't go to university because it's the status quo. Take a victory lap or take a year off. But make sure that while you take that time, that you're really being selfish and figuring out what it is that you want to do. It is also very easy to get in the trap of, oh, I've finished school now, so I don't need to apply again. And that's not really a great mindset to have. If you're going to take the year off, be open to going back to school. Because who knows that the thing that you figure out you want to do or the career path that you want to follow, you may require more schooling. If you decide to go the diploma, certification, education, formal education route, I believe that society is changing and there are so many ways besides having a formal education to get a job. I definitely don't think that any type of education is a waste though. There are always transferable skills from anything that you learn. Unless, of course, let's say you're like me, uh, majored in communications, and you realize you want to become a brain surgeon. You're definitely going to have to start from the ground up again in terms of education to achieve that profession. But in a general sense, you can take shortcuts and use what is in your existing skill set to get you where you want to be. If you've listened this far, but you're still struggling, I hear you, I feel you, I understand you. It can be very overwhelming. But why don't you try these tips Um, Because they may help you decide which way you want to proceed. So be aware of what is most important to you. Ask yourself, what do I want? And be specific. Do I know what I want in terms of a career? Do I want to change where I live? Is there a specific program at a specific college that just makes me fill up with excitement and make me eager to go there? Second one is listen to your gut, what I was talking about earlier. This one comes with age, honestly, but I hope... That if you're experiencing those feelings and those severe reactions that I described, that you will listen to yourself and listen to that gut reaction. I would describe listening to your gut as, I would describe listening to your gut as hearing and answering that tiny little voice in the back of your head that's sort of telling you 
this thing over and over again. And no, this is not like your ego or like your anxious thoughts. Do not give in to that. But there's always one voice of reason. That's a little tiny voice somewhere in your head. Listen to that. And it's kind of mixed with something that a feeling literally within your gut. And I took it as when I felt like I was starving and anxious and I could hear literally a little no in the back of my head, I would think of that as that's a no-go for me. Not a good decision. But then when I felt full, I felt satiated. The feeling you get when you've had a really good, nutritious, healthy, but delicious meal. And you hear that little tiny voice in the back of your head that say, yes, yes, do it. That is definitely a big yes. And like I said, this comes with age, comes with time, comes with familiarizing yourself with yourself. Um, But listen to it. Get more acquainted with yourself. The third is get an outsider's perspective, like me, a complete stranger, to help you weigh your options more objectively. And no, this is not your family or immediate friend group who are also going through the exact same experience as you. Get a perspective from someone who can truly be objective. And then lastly, make sure you're in the right frame of mind and that you've done your research when you make your final decision. I had literally so many meltdowns during my application process and one time I literally almost declined all three of my acceptance letters in a fit of rage and that would have been terrible because I ended up going. So just take a step back, take a breath, maybe even take a sleep on it and come back to it the next day and make your decision from a calm state of mind. So that's pretty much all I got. (laughs) I hope one of you finds this helpful. I would love to hear your feedback and even your experience on applying to university or taking a gap year or maybe, plot twist, you never even went to post-secondary and are now running your own business. That would be a great addition to this conversation. So hit me up at Instagram at nobody knows podcast with an underscore. And anyway you spin it, Try not to have a complete meltdown over this decision. I understand it can be stressful, but I promise you, even the people that seem like they know what they're doing, they don't. Because nobody knows what they're doing. And this is the time to continue to figure it all out. The one last thing I will leave you with and that I want to stress is that ultimately, however you make your decision, make sure that it's 100% your decision and that you're happy with it. Thank you.